Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, June 30th, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. The DA today is going over a brief little but a really neat feature that was added in Sysmon version 11.10, which was just released a few days ago, that allows you to log alternate data streams. Now, alternate data streams, yes, they have been used in the past by attackers to hide data, but they often also contain quite useful data. And the alternate data stream that Didi was looking at here is zone identifier. If Microsoft Edge is downloading a file from a website, it will add this alternate data stream with additional information where the file came from. So if you find a suspicious file on a system, of course, that's always interesting, or also to log where your users are downloading files from in order to, for example, look for suspicious downloads. And if you are a Palo Alto Networks customer, you probably already got a call from your sales rep uh, last week about this new vulnerability that was announced by Palo Alto today. A patch was made available late last week, and this is one of those things you really, really need to patch quickly. It does affect you if you're using SAML for authentication with your Palo Alto devices, including, for example, for your global protect VPNs. The problem here is really more a configuration issue and well, how a PanOS dealt with that. If you enabled SAML authentication and you disabled the validate identity provider certificate check, then you are vulnerable to anybody essentially logging in to your system. This is really sort of a very fundamental uh, SAML problem. With SAML, of course, you're relying on identity provider to make sure a user is authenticated to, for example, connect to a VPN in this case. Now for your VPN concentrator here, your global protect uh, gateway, it needs to verify that this signature is correct. And that's really what this validate identity provider certificate option is all about. If this is disabled, then the signature is not actually verified if it's coming from a trusted identity provider and any signature will go. And back in February, the end of February, Ronald Huizer, who is with AppGate, released a blog post that was entitled Fedora 31 NetKit Telnet the Remote Exploit. It's a very detailed uh, blog post which goes over a source code review over this telnet daemon well uh, of course fedora and a couple other linux distributions also patch this vulnerability surprisingly Today, Cisco came out with a bulletin that they are also affected by this vulnerability. Cisco does not have a patch for this vulnerability yet. They say, well, you shouldn't really be using Telnet, use SSH, and this will only affect you if you are running persistent Telnet on Cisco iOS XE devices. 
I tend to agree with Cisco's advice here, turn off Telnet, but still hope that Cisco will have a patch available shortly. Now, given that we had this blog post, it was very detailed with a proof of concept about four months ago. This is certainly an attack that could be launched very quickly against your Cisco equipment. The proof of concept will just launch a denial of service condition. It will not execute code. However, that's just the next step. Well, and is it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.